Welcome back to the Happy Healthy Hustle podcast, where we explore the intersection of health, happiness, and productivity. I'm your host, Christiana, and I welcome you to come back and join us with a wonderful and amazing guest. And before I welcome this guest, I'm going to read out the podcast fan of the week. So this week's podcast fan is C-E-P-C-P-T-Y or CEP. CPTY, however you pronounce it, if you read it all in one word. And the title of the review is Podcast is a Gem. So the review reads, I'm so happy to found this podcast in Christiana. What a gem. Absolutely love it. This is so kind and so appreciative of this amazing review. Thank you so much, CEP. CPTY because I totally appreciate the feedback and your very kind words. If you have not left a review, go to Apple Podcasts, look at the Happy Healthy Hustle and leave me a review. I will do a little shout out to you on the show. I always adore when I get your feedback, but with that, I'm sure you can't wait to hear who is the guest today on this show. Well, it's Carmen Benton. And Carmen is a retired corporate executive, mom of three, a renowned freedom coach and master energy healer. With her extensive experience and expertise, Carmen empowers driven souls to thrive and reach the next level in their lives, relationships, careers, and businesses. As a public speaker and podcast host of Living Intentionally with Carmen Benton, she shares her profound insights on activating one's capacity for quantum leaps by healing unresolved childhood traumas without the need to re-experience the pain. She's originally from Panama and now resides in Alaska. Carmen is also a published author. And with that, welcome Carmen, such a multi-talented individual. I am so glad you're here on the Happy Healthy Hustle podcast. Thank you, Christiana, for having me. It's so nice to be here with you um, after we connected in my podcast, uh, because you are a gem. So I totally agree with that review. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. And of course, what we want to think about is Carmen um, is now living in Alaska. So big shout out. California to Alaska right there. And I know we are sometimes so intrigued uh, about living there. Maybe just in one word, how would you describe your life in Alaska? Oh, it's different. In different a is good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of like want to embrace always um, learning a little bit about um, living in a different state that many of, you, of us may not have visited. I've been to Anchorage, Alaska, which is where Common lives. And the next time I go, we'll for sure let you know so that we can get together. But right now we've heard about Carmen. We've kind of like got a little peek into her bio. We would love to know what is your superpower, Carmen? Oh my God. Uh, if I have to pick one, <laughs> I would say my superpower is being able to help my clients achieve balance in life. I feel like for my most of my adult life, I was always seeking that general sequa that would make me happy. And, uh, you know, I was an overachiever at my work before I decided to 
go full into my sole purpose, which is coaching and helping people thrive. Uh, but I was always looking for that thing. And surprise, I couldn't find it because that thing wasn't outside of me. That thing was inside of me. And it came when I was able to find balance between my mind, my body, and my soul. That's amazing. So it's something that many of us probably struggle with, just mm -hmm. keeping on searching for who's, who am I? Um, what's the best version of myself? And then making that version shine because that's truly actually a superpower in itself mm -hmm. that you are able to discover other people's superpower. So I love that. And then maybe even polish it and make it shine so that people are truly thriving in whatever they do in their lives. Right. And it right. sounds like from your description, that's really what you are doing now. And we are always like, sometimes like, you know, looking at this and especially for the audience that listens to this now, they're like, well, it looks like she got her life all get together. She's balanced. She's amazing. This is super inspiring. I would love to hear a little bit from you, Carmen. What has been your biggest challenge, though? Because it sounds like before you tapped into the superpower, there were definitely some imbalances. Share with us maybe what the biggest one was and how you overcame it. And I was going to say, where do I start? Mm, that's <laughs> but uh, I have been actually um, <clears throat> recapping on my story uh, for different projects that I have been doing lately. So I think I'm pretty polished and I can, I can succinctly say what the story is. Uh, but, you know, like many of us, I grew up with childhood traumas that I didn't know were there. Um, I'm going to be victimized myself or, or shame anybody, but it's just the way we process information. And those events in my life uh, mold me in a way that what resulted of the adult Carmen was this always looking for praise, recognition, reward, and ways to feel validated from the exterior world. And at the same time, caused me to shut down my feelings because I made up my mind very early subconsciously, because none of this happens, you saying, okay, now I'm going to shut down my heart, right? But very early, I decided that love wasn't safe. And so that caused me to become this person who excelled at everything I did professionally. But quite frankly, even though it looked in paper that I had everything, like you said earlier, I had my life, you know, uh, together. My personal life was a disaster relationships um I had been divorced a couple of times and it really got to me when I realized that the one connection that really mattered to me was the connection with my children that one was also suffering because inadvertently I became the exact same mother I vouched never to become because it's all that I knew. And this is the cycle that I see so many people, right? Like with me was my relationship with my mom, but I see it, you know, I have male clients too. And it's, there's always a relationship in your life that forced who you become. And until you heal the wounds of those relationships, of those events, 
you have no choice but to keep living that and reproducing in your life subconsciously. So, you know, yeah. So 40 years later, <laughs> I realized that all this was happening and I started my healing journey, uh, which uh, led me to let to delve into uh, energy and uh, somatic work on top of all the mindset tools that I already had. So you said four years later, when was the time that well, you- No, 40, 40, I mean, 40 years later. So I started my healing journey around 40 years old. So I'm 48 now. Oh, um, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing that you know exactly um, that particular, what made, what triggered that? Why at 40 <laughs> was there, I mean, like some people say, oh my gosh, I turned yeah. 40 and all of a sudden, was that how yeah. it happened? Or no, no, I got to the pinnacle of my professional career at that point. I have reached the corner office. I had all the accolades that I, you know, wanted. I have two engineering degrees. I have an MBA from Harvard. I was a vice president of a company, uh, the only woman in the boardroom most of the time, the first Latina vice president in the company, all, you know, all these accolades and accomplishments. And I have never felt more unhappy in my life. And that was, you know, that's when I realized it's like, there's no another gold medal that is going to make me be happy. There has to be something else. And I remember Googling, like, how to be happy. That's how sad it was in my life. Like, how to be happy. Like, and, and I remember, like, coming across people who, we're happy spirits, like I feel like I am now. And it would just make me mad because I couldn't stand that other people were happy and I wasn't. And then I was ashamed that that was happening, right? And then I was feeling guilty that I wasn't grateful of all the things that I had. But this is the beauty. And why I speak so freely about it is that after I have gone through my healing journey, and by the way, the healing journey is a journey it continues, but I'm in a place now where I can help others to, you know, start and progress in the journey because I'm so ahead in it. Uh, but after going through that and speaking so freely about it, there's so many people, so many people that feel the same way. And I cannot tell you how many times I had people in my podcast or I have had conversations or my clients. And it's like they are telling me my story in their own words. Because a lot of people go through this quietly because they're ashamed. They're ashamed to say, hey, I should feel happy, but I'm not. I love that you're emphasizing the external validation and how little satisfaction you personally got from achieving that. Um, because that is what the, the public sees. Mm -hmm. And they see, oh, she's this accomplished individual. She has all these accolades. She's at the top of her career. Um, how lucky she must be and how happy she must be where truly external validation doesn't equal internal happiness. So that was beautiful how you just described to us. So what happened then? So you just decided to leave your job or uh, what happened? Yeah, no, it took me it took me a while actually to be able to make that decision. I 
I was uh, accustomed. I have built a life, you know, with that salary. And, and I had all these rules and beliefs I had to work through uh, that, you know, would not, it, it, it would have been impossible for me to do that and be, you know, sane with myself, right? So actually, one of the books that uh, I have published, it's a, it's a co-author book. And my chapter is about finding the courage to jump. And going beyond what you know is certain is certain in your life. So uh, it took me a couple of years to really go deep inside myself and start shifting my mindset about life mm-hmm. and really dig into, you know, what I believe, why I believe it. Are those beliefs mine? Did they come from somebody else? How do they make me feel? Are they truth? And really start paying attention the way I, I would talk to myself. Uh, there was a lot of, um, you know, as I said, shame and guilt talk in the way I would refer to the things I did or the things I feel. I Sorry, I felt. And so that journey led me to really digging into self-compassion and forgiveness and realizing the alchemy power of those emotions. And when you start really standing in this world, looking at your life and at other people's with compassion, with love, with acceptance, you it's almost like you change your glasses. Like you have these pair of lenses and you take them off where all the trauma and the pain, the limiting beliefs, the conditioning of society, and you take them off and you put your new glasses and it's like, oh, I'm not colorblind anymore, right? Like that, I can only believe that or imagine that someone who is colorblind and gets special glasses will have that effect. It's like, oh my God, everything has so much color, so much light, so much love. Um, and through that, then I was able to really tap into what what is that make me happy, right? What is that I'm here to do? And I have been coaching for a long time because I had the privilege to have teams under me. So mm-hmm. I always had people that needed my support, that needed my encouragement, that needed empowerment. And uh, I mean, I was getting paid in a way, right? Because I was an executive. So I always was coaching people through my career. And I, that was the best part of my job was to help other people bust through their limiting beliefs, through their glass ceiling, to know they were limitless, to do what they wanted to do in life and have that sense of contribution to someone else's life. And so that's what I decided to do. What I'm really hearing is the journey still ongoing Mm-hmm. Made you realize that one aspect of your job was really the one that was most fulfilling. And that was also the one where you're feeling you can pass on your knowledge to others and help them. And I think in a certain way, it's helping others to help yourself really place true here to where you're through the coaching realize that um, that's really your dedication and that's your purpose in life. How beautiful. And I mean, I, I also love the name of the podcast, Living Intentionally, having that intention there and knowing what you're what you're really doing is absolutely amazing. A freedom coach. Um, I love that to have the the freedom to where you're not feeling you need to do these things to earn those prizes, but rather you need to do these things because it connects with your soul. Um, right. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. 
Um, so of course, um, we get a little glimpse into your superpower. We learn some of the challenges, and you also described to us that there was a slow trickling of awareness that settled in when you were not happy in your job. Is there any other influence that led you to change your career path? Um, was there a person? A you mentioned a book, right? But is there anything else that you say was your biggest influence in your transformation to the person, the Carmen that's sitting here today? Well, it, it was it was really my children, right? Like I one day woke up and it was really like that. One day woke up. Um, and I realized that I have screwed up. I have not become the mom I always wanted to become. And, um, you know, I, I had every sign of burnout possible manifesting in my body. Daily migraines. I had hives everywhere in my body. I had peptic ulcers. I couldn't sleep. I was gaining weight. I was moody and grumpy all the time. But... I have totally normalized that, you know, and make it, it's part of being successful. That's what being a successful woman looks like. And so I had just like ignored those signs for the longest time. But it was when, you know, as my children got older and my oldest uh, became a teenager and gaining more independence and even a girlfriend where then, you know, there was no reason to hang out with mom. I realized, oh, wait, what? Like, <laughs> I'm losing him already. He's not even like college age. And, you know, here I am telling myself a lie that I had until he turned 18 to make it up. But no, it happened quicker than I thought. And so, you know, that was a lot of grief because I felt like, you know, I totally failed there. But at the same time, I look at, oh, I have two other kids. I still have time to make it up to the other ones. And so it's still trying to make it out with my other one, but I'm like really trying at that moment, right? Like to turn the chip, you know, to, all the way to the left and and change the future because there's nothing we can do about the past. It's already done and you can sit there and spend another 10 years, you know, being a martyr or a victim of your decisions or you can make any day going forward better. And that's what I chose to do. Yeah, <clears throat> really beautiful. And especially with children, I know if, if, whether you have or you have not um, had children audience, uh, sometimes uh, people tell you, oh, you blink an eye and they are going to college. And then you're like, yeah, right. Yeah, I am changing diapers. But it's actually really true. Yeah. And um, time goes by so fast. And especially when you have children, it seems that you really notice these quick transformations because they usually don't happen. There's no like, um, you know, a little warning label that it's, you know, oh, here we are, teenagers right now. And oh, we're looking at girlfriends. Uh, it's just a happening and they are yep. transforming and they, of course, want to become their own independent human beings. And that part of it is also that they may be, um, control their own lives a little bit and maybe want to hang out less with you which is not necessarily a bad sign it's just kind of growing up but at the same time if you are planning on still hanging out with them for three more years that is an immense shock oh 
you know, I totally relate to this. I have um, teenage girls as well, and I'm noticing how quickly that goes and that, um, you know, sometimes you need to really make every moment count. And it does not, you know, speaking of about the external prices, does not have the most expensive thing, the fanciest thing. It could just be simple moments. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to be a long stretch of time, like three, four hours. It could just be like half an hour going for a walk around the block right. that we do. And um, that's something that I really cherish and treasure. And I try to make sure that they understand that for me, it's important to do that and um well I don't expect that they say mom this was the best part of my life at least they know that I'm making myself present and I'm there for them if they have a problem that I'm listening oh one day they will say that was the best part of their life how can we get a hold of you Carmen so I will say the best place to uh, find out more about what I teach is uh YouTube and that is at the Carmen Benton that's the handle uh also works in pretty much every other platform so amazing and of course um you have this podcast remind us again about the name your website and the book the podcast is living intentionally with carmen benton and you can find it in youtube and you can also find it in spotify or apple uh, podcast uh, my website is carmenbenton.com so that's super easy and oh the books there's several books that i have so you can see those in my website too Yes. So with that, that, we are at the end of today's episode. Uh, Remember that health, happiness, and productivity are interconnected. I'm so grateful you were here on today's episode of the Happy Healthy Podcast. And thank you so much, Carmen, for joining in here today. Thank you, Christiana, for having me.